Here's a message from Ken Lavica. This Sunday, it's a resumption of the NFL's oldest rivalry. That's not actually a rivalry because it's so one-sided. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Just one simple question. Why would Aaron Rodgers have any concerns or any regrets about telling Bears fans he owns them? We need some common sense in this sports world. Ken Levick alive Thursday edition here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and all over your smart speakers in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the uh, warm and sticky and unseasonably warm intracoastal. Stolen Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He's in charge. If you have a problem, contact him. Uh, so you may recall week six of the NFL season when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers went into Soldier Field and beat the Bears. And it was a late touchdown run in that game from Aaron Rodgers. This was, by the way, uh, before we knew that Aaron Rodgers was a uh, COVID conspiracy theory nut job. But he went to the back of the end zone at Soldier Field, faced the throng of Bears fans and said, I own you. I bleeping own you. I've always owned you. In celebration. Yesterday, as the Bears and Packers prepare to play this Sunday, this time at Lambeau Field, reporters asked Aaron Rodgers if he was concerned about trash talking, if he was concerned that he was going to be a target for his comment to Bears fans back in week six. And this was Aaron Rodgers' response to those questions. Well, you can uh, you can question a whole lot of what I said. You know, we've had a good record over the years against them and, and won a lot of games in Soldier Field and at Lambeau Field. So it's been, it's been a great rivalry. I'm proud to be a part of it. Uh, you know, we have, uh, have gotten better of them the last, uh, I don't know, 27, 28 times we've played them for the most part. But... Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of times in, in you know situations like this, the trash talk is only able to be used if uh, you know if you're getting after that uh, individual that uh, that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, what you've accomplished and uh, what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no. Uh, you know, no regrets for saying what I said, and, and uh, obviously I think the, the record kind of speaks for itself. What's that record, you may ask? Aaron Rodgers is 23-4 and four in his career against the Bears. 23-4. and four. He's lost only three times to the Bears since 2010, and that includes an NFC Championship game. So... If you're a Bears fan, if you're a Chicagoan, and you're passionate about the orange and blue, you're passionate about Ditka and Hallis, 
and that storied Bears franchise, and you have a problem with what Aaron Rodgers said, you're a dope. Because Aaron Rodgers has done nothing but own the Bears. 23-4. and And I'm going to say this as a Chicagoan. Born and raised, I'm very proud of this, okay? And I have spent countless Sundays at Soldier Field. Watched countless bad Bears football over the years. Saw Brett Favre take a Packers team that the Bears had owned for my entire childhood and completely turned that on its head, only to be continued, but on steroids, by Aaron Rodgers. As a proud Chicagoan, as someone who is who 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 has great great uh, pride and great admiration for the city of Broad Shoulders, someone who will defend the second city at all costs, including the pizza. And by the way, New York, your pizza sucks. It's cardboard with a little bit of sauce on it. I just want to make sure that I'm driving that point home anytime I can. If you're a Chicagoan and you can't recognize that Aaron Rodgers owns you, you're just delusional. 23-4. and four. That's Aaron Rodgers' record against the Bears. That's not even a rivalry anymore. It's the longest rivalry in the NFL, but it's truly now a rivalry because the teams play each other twice a year. Under Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay is now 102-95-6 all-time against the Bears. The Bears, for as long as I could remember growing up, always had the most wins in that rivalry. But when you play a team 27 times and one of those teams wins 23 of those occasions, that's not a rivalry anymore. And that's the definition of being owned. I'm going to declare it. Like Aaron Rodgers said, he's not wrong. He owns the Bears. And he shouldn't regret saying it. Want to know why? Because he's right. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears more than any other player I have ever seen own another team. It has not just been fleeting. It has been a career that Aaron Rodgers has put in to beating the Bears. And it's not just a small six-year career. We're talking 12 years of beating up on the Bears. And it's not just owning another team. We're talking about the Bears, who are one of the most famous franchises in all of sports and one of the most famous organizations in the most popular sport in this country. And Aaron Rodgers, decked in green and gold, doesn't matter if it's Chicago or it's Lambeau Field. All he's done is beaten the Bears. And more often than not, he has done it in unbelievably punishing fashion. And if it's not punishing and a blowout, it's been in absolute heartbreaking fashion. Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears. He just owns the Bears. He said it. He's right. There should be no repercussions. Like Aaron Rodgers is scared of the Bears. But he should not be fearful of any repercussions, A, because it's the Bears, but B, because he's right. What about you? Are you like me, grew up in Chicago, or followed the Bears, and you're just at the whim of Aaron Rodgers? You know that... It's a situation where the Bears and Packers play, and you know you're going to need a little extra drink or two because you know what's coming. You know the inevitable beating, you know, that's coming? It's like when you were in peewee football. Well, it's like when I was in peewee football, and I'm like 4-6, and you're playing the, uh, the, the big kids from Maywood right outside of Chicago, 
and they're at like 11 years old, 6'3", you know you're going to get punished. And you just say, you know what, I'm going to take the beating. That's what it's felt like for the Bears to go against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Which athlete, which player owned or currently owns your team? Like Aaron Rodgers with the Bears, which player currently owns or owned your team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. 888-760-3776. All of you, no matter what team you cheer for, it could be Yankees fans for that matter. Deep dynasty teams. There is always that one guy that you know any given time he goes up against your team, you could have yourself a bad afternoon or a bad night. Sports fans across the board have that guy. They pinpoint that guy. And he just owns their team. Aaron Rodgers, it's it's in my Chicago roots. Number 12, green and gold, number 12, that's a part of my Chicago story. Because for almost my entire adult life, and even seeping into my college life, Aaron Rodgers has been a part of the story of football in Chicago because he has owned it. They need to paint a mural of Aaron Rodgers on the side of Soldier Field because he owns that team. He owns that quote-unquote rivalry. What player owns or owned your team like Aaron Rodgers does the Bears? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, curiously, if we go to Twitter at ESPN West Palm, there is a name that I keep getting over and over and over again. And I did not see this one coming, but it does make a lot of sense. So, at Javi Kane tweets, Dalvin Cook. Biscayne Bay tweets, Dalvin Cook. Roger T tweets, Dalvin Cook. And we're not talking about Packers Vikings here. We're talking about Miami, Florida State. Dalvin Cook owned Miami, destroyed Miami when FSU was in its national championship years or competing for a national championship or just after that era. I remember seeing Florida State and Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. This was Jameis Winston's final season at FSU, and it looked like Miami had the win. They were up double digits in the fourth quarter, and then Dalvin Cook proceeded to just run all over the Canes' defense. All over them. Jameis got hurt. Backup quarterback came in for a couple of plays. But it was all Dalvin Cook, including the go-ahead touchdown, where I've never seen anything like it. He left five Canes defenders just laying on the turf in his wake as he eventually just walked into the end zone in the fourth quarter. Dalvin Cook unequivocally owned the Canes. That's a great one. That's a perfect example because, yeah, Dalvin Cook goes down as one of those players that Canes fans will always remember as someone who always had their number. Absolutely always 
had their number. I mean, Florida State fans, we talked to a guy earlier this week on this show that I think Florida State fans have some bad dreams about, and that's Danny Werfel. I mean, Danny Werfel owned FSU. Danny Werfel owned Tennessee. I mean, right now, if you're a Tennessee football fan, it's insert any Florida quarterback here. Even when Florida's not good, they beat Tennessee. And that's a rough existence. But every fan has that guy, has that player, has that athlete that owned their team. And for me, being born and raised in Chicago, it's Aaron Rodgers. And before that, it was Brett Favre. That's the toughest part about this, is that the Bears can't find a quarterback. They haven't had a quarterback, a true transcendent quarterback in my entire life. And that's not exaggerating. I'm being serious. They haven't had a transcendent quarterback. Yet the Packers went from Brett Favre, who owned the Bears, to Aaron Rodgers, who has owned the Bears even worse. I find it laughable that there's a storyline, and that's really the only storyline going in because you expect the Packers are going to roll at Lambeau Field. Oh, Aaron, do you think you... Do you think you're going you're gonna to pay for your comments to the Bears fans that you own them? No. What would, he, what would he be afraid of? What do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to say, especially the smug, arrogant Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he's going to say, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. Even if he wasn't smug and arrogant, he's 23-4 and four against them. I'd be flaunting. I'd be whipping it out, too, if I had destroyed a team like Aaron Rodgers has destroyed the Bears. Like, come on. We're just digging for stuff here. The Bears are going to take their beating. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw all over them, and we're going to move on. That's what happens. I mean, I was trying to think what Dolphins fans, who has owned the Dolphins over the years. Now, teams have owned the Dolphins. The Ravens have owned the Dolphins for the exception of this year. Randomly, the Texans have owned the Dolphins for the exception of this year, which is really bizarre because two longtime nemesis of the uh, of the Dolphins, they've actually beaten in a year in which they lost seven straight. That's just really, really weird. Tom Brady didn't actually own the Dolphins. He owned them up in Foxborough, but Brady lost plenty of times down here in South Florida. So this is a tricky one, but you have to go back a little bit But David Reynolds tweets, Jim effing Kelly. Yeah. Jim Kelly owned the Dolphins. He beat Marino. He beat them in an AFC championship game down here. Yeah, Jim Kelly's a good one. But as as mediocre as the Dolphins have been, you can't really pinpoint a guy that completely dominated the Dolphins. They've been picked apart and have died a slow death so many seasons. That's maybe the most frustrating part about the Dolphins. Hooter Hater tweets, I've been owned by anybody who plays for FAU football. Yeah, Hooter Hater's an FIU fan. That's been a difficult existence for you as well. And I revel in it. I hope FAU beats FIU for the rest of time. I don't ever want to see FIU beat FAU again. I've lived through it twice in my 15 years as FAU play-by-play voice. And that's more than enough. The great Butch Davis took over the FIU football program. And it was never within 19 points of FAU in any game. That's right, FIU fans. You might be here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. FAU owns you. 
and Florida Atlantic will always own you. Which player or athlete owned your team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Again, really, Bears media, Bears fans, you think Aaron Rodgers is concerned? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to go into Lambeau saying, oh man, I wish I didn't say that a couple of weeks ago. I really did it now. Gosh darn me. Yeah, he's 23 and 4. If you own something like Aaron Rodgers does, typically it just never leaves your home. It's your possession. It's your belonging. If the Bears were actually one singular small item, they'd just be in a bedside drawer of Aaron Rodgers, and he'd probably just sit there and forget about him. They haven't given him any trouble at all. Which player owns or owned your team? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Joe is in Jupiter. Joe, you're kicking us off here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? Uh, good afternoon. What's going on, buddy? I will get... I will give you two that I'm going to let's see if you can guess. You mm-hmm. probably will. You know I'm going. I'm going to my Cowboys. Yes. Who, two quarterbacks have absolutely owned us. Combined thirteen and two, including perfect in our own building the past I don't know fifteen so something years. See if you can guess them. Uh, one of them is seven and two. The other one is six and zero. Oh. oh, this is good. Are they both in the NFC East? No. Neither, uh, actually. Neither's in the NFC East. Oh, now I'm I'm actually going to be probably kind of stuck on that because I was going to go with Eli. Uh, give That's him to me. One, I, don't, uh, we've beaten him too. I don't know. Who who would it be? They're both Hall of Famers, and they're both still playing, and they're probably top five all time. It's not, not one. One is not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's, yeah that's one. Is he really? He is, is that good against the Cowboys? Oh my gosh, he owns us. He's three and zero in our building, including last minute because we always give him about thirty seconds. <laughs> We're always usually ahead against both of these quarterbacks, uh-huh. and we give them enough ten or fifteen seconds to go all the way down the field and do what they do <laughs> and beat us in dramatic fashion, like the Jared Cook catch or the Dez catch that wasn't that was, and then we give Aaron. Yeah, two yeah, the Dez catch. Yep, yep, the Dez yeah, catch, yeah, and then I guess the other one. The other one, I mean, you're talking about future Hall of Famers. I mean, Mahomes? No. Tom Brady? Uh, yep. There we go. We've never beaten him. 6-0. and Wow. I yep. have no idea. Well, I have always no idea. Ahead. It's always a, yeah, it's a nice shootout and great games, and it comes down to the last few minutes, and they do what they do. You know, wow. Them, so. Joe, that was good. Yeah. That is a good one. I, I did not know that the Cowboys – I mean, I, I now that I think about it, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has done some damage. I totally uh, did not did not know about Brady. I did not know the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady, and it's bizarre because, like I was saying, Joe, the Dolphins did plenty of damage against Brady when he would come down here. Even when the Dolphins were bad, they would find ways to uh, to beat Brady. Yep. And, and, uh, appreciate the call, Joe. That's that's 6-0. I had absolutely no idea. No idea. Which player owns or owned your team? Where you look back or you look ahead and you say, man, I just we don't stand a chance. Like we're just done. We're done. I know that they're going to do something. That feeling of inevitability starts to sneak in and seep in. Every fan has him. Absolutely every fan has him. And Bears fans, I hate to do this to you, but this Sunday, 
you're going to get owned again. The owning's just going to uh, just going to continue. Which player, player owns or owned your team? Which player athlete owns or owned your team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, they, they own a lot of different MBA sport management programs, not only nationally, but internationally. They're number 19 on the globe in MBA sport management programs. It's the FAU MBA sport management program. We're talking elite level stuff. Uh, they have been your guide to the sports industry for the last 22 years. Countless examples of those who got their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic and went on to their dream job in sports. You got to love it. And uh, you got to love it because there's dependability there. And the professors are in the sports industry. They're teaching First-hand knowledge. That is so significant. Tia Edwards, she got her FAU MBA sport management program degree, and now she's the ticketing coordinator for the Miami Tennis Open at Hard Rock Stadium. We're talking lucrative stuff, stuff where uh, there, there are a lot of opportunities to meet the right person for growth. It's awesome. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You can take courses online or on campus in Boca. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Later on in the show, we're doing some Bud Light Brown distributing weekend warriors, our take on fantasy football. And we are going to discuss inept franchises as well because there's something going on in the desert there's something going on in hockey where a team is about to be evicted from their arena i don't think i've ever seen anything like this before what player owns or owned your team 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 from the anajar and levine studios in downtown west palm beach you are listening to ken levick alive on espn 106.3 here's ken levick hey uh uh aaron are you uh, are you worried that the uh, the bears the bears might take their frustrations out on you after you you told their fans you own them back in week six? Uh, no, that's basically my reenactment of what happened yesterday. Let's listen to it one more time. Aaron Rodgers asked about whether or not he's afraid he's going to be a target when the Bears and Packers play this weekend because Aaron Rodgers in the midst of celebrating. His 23rd win in 27 tries against the Bears told Bears fans in week six, I own you, I bleeping own you, I've always owned you. This was Aaron Rodgers' perfect response. Well, you can uh, you can question a whole lot of what I said. You know, we've had a good record over the years against them and, and won a lot of games in Soldier Field and at Lambeau Field. So it's been a, it's been a great rivalry. I'm proud to be a part of it. Uh, you know, we have... Uh, I've gotten the better of them the last, uh, I don't know, 27, 28 times we played them for the most part. But, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of times in, in you know, situations like this, the trash talk is only able to be used if, uh, 
you know, if you're getting after that uh, individual that uh, that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, what you accomplished and uh, what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no, uh, you know, no regrets for saying what I said. And, and uh, obviously, I think the, the record kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. I have no regrets. Nor should you, Aaron. You're 23-4 and four against the Bears. You do own them. He does own them. Which player owns or owned your team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Canes fans are all up on Twitter. At ESPN West Palm. Throwing in Dalvin Cook over and over and over and over again. I know that Miami-Florida State is a bitter rivalry. I didn't know that Canes fans had anointed Dalvin Cook as the ultimate knoll that owned the Hurricanes. I had no idea. And isn't that the ultimate sign of respect, too? If you're so good that an opposing fan base, not just any fan base, but your most hated rival is forced to acknowledge, yeah, that guy kicked our ass a lot. Isn't that the ultimate sign of respect? It's so begrudging, and you can't fight it. Where in your mind, that name immediately comes, Dalvin Cook. That's how I am as a Chicagoan. Ken, who um, who, who owns Chicago sports? Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Not the Cubs, not the Bulls, not the Bears, not the Blackhawks, not the White Sox. Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's my default go-to. Because he's been that damn dominant. I love Anthony DiNardo. Uh, he sent me a YouTube clip. He put up the top 10 scrubs who have owned the heat. And some of the names are funny. And it's really accurate, too. Terrence Ross. Yep. Marco Bellinelli. Yep. Patty Mills. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good... I'll, I'll tweet out the link to his to his YouTube video. It's good. It's one thing to be be owned by an all-time great. It's another thing to be owned by scrubs. That's frustrating. That is frustrating. I guess Terrence Ross isn't a scrub, but he's not an Aaron Rodgers-level player. That's good. The Heat have had plenty, plenty of of-course players that have had their best games ever against the Heat. It's so random. By the way, speaking of the Heat, if you don't love that team without Bam, without Jimmy, with a bunch of G League guys last night beating a full-strength Buck squad, then you don't like basketball. I mean, that's as good a win as you're going to find in the NBA this season. What the Heat did with what they have to work with right now, beating the Bucks, hell yes. It's going to be a rough six weeks without Bam, but that was big time last night. That was gut last night. That was culture last night, what the Heat did beating the Bucks. Which player owns or owns your team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head back out to the phones. Let's go to Royal Palm. That's where Travis is. What's up, Travis? Whoa, yo, what's up? What's up, man? What do you got? What's well, going on, buddy? Um, well, they they took my um my take on the uh, on the running back from Florida State. Oh, Dalvin Cook, of Miami. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. But I do have a fun fact for you. Peyton Manning has never beaten the Florida Gators. In the four years that he uh-huh. stayed at Tennessee, he has ne- that was the thorn in his side for four years at Tennessee. 
Well, Travis, get this. So in in 96, when Danny Werfel and the Gators went into Knoxville, Sports Illustrated was going to do a cover story on uh, uh, Peyton Manning. And then Danny Werfel went in and outdueled Peyton Manning, and that's how Danny Werfel ended up on the cover of SI that week. They changed course after Werfel beat Peyton Manning. You're exactly right. I, I mean... The Gators, yeah. the Gators owned, and they still own Tennessee, but they also own the best thing to come out of Tennessee in the last uh, 25 years or so. That is, yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. That is a good one. Now, granted, Tennessee did win a national championship uh, in the last 25 years, but uh, Peyton Manning, just a little bit better export than T. Martin. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But, yeah, th- th- and that's a true story. They went to Knoxville. Danny Werfel beat Peyton Manning, who was going to be on the cover of SI. Werfel beat him. SI, reverse course, put Danny Werfel on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I love that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which player owned or owns your team? I just can't believe how much Dalvin Cook we got. Canes fans? <laughs> Canes fans, absolutely, unfortunately, uh, they have anointed Dalvin Cook as the guy who owns them. I Redifer tweets Freddie Freeman. He's a Marlins fan. I Redifer is Freddie Freeman Braves. Yeah, he owns the Marlins. Terrence Ross. Yeah, I Redifer is also a Heat fan. Oh, that's funny. Terrence Ross. How about Terrence Ross getting a lot of love? Biscayne Bay says Paul Millsap. Fess Butter says Terrence Ross. How is it possible? And this is why I love. Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. We are a weird-ass sports market. We've had Dalvin Cook as an answer to this question. Jim Rice as an answer to this question. Obviously a Yankees fan. Terrence Ross has had at least four entries on social media as the answer to this question. You guys are funny. You guys are really, really funny. Jim Kelly. Uh, Mr. Bill tweets. He's a Jets fan. Dan Effing Marino. Yeah. Yeah, Jets fans. Number 13 definitely owns you. Which player owned or owns your team? Let's head to Boyden. What's going on, Phil? Hey, Ken. How you doing? Good, buddy. I um, I can't remember the guy's name, but um, he played for Seattle, middle linebacker, and Bo Jackson. He kept on threatening Bo Jackson. Brian Bo Bosworth. Jackson. It was Bosworth. That's Bosworth. It. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Jackson, lit him up the end zone, boy. <laughs> Brian Bosworth, who also uh, got owned by the Canes back in college as well. Uh, but, yeah, Bo Jackson humiliated Brian Bosworth. In fact, that was maybe the NFL highlight of the Boz, was getting trucked on Monday Night Football by Bo Jackson at the Kingdom. For all of his college exploits, the Boz is known most for Bo Jackson nearly ending the Boz's life on that artificial turf in Seattle. Uh, now, now Boz, Boz limited his career as well with, um, you know, the, uh, the whole needle thing, the whole steroid thing. Uh, it's, there was no shortage of, uh, of synthetic materials in Brian Bosworth's body. We'll put it that way. Which player owns or owns your team? 888-760-3776. 760 Three seven seven six. Hey, uh, make sure this holiday season, this is a stressful time. You're trying to go to the mall. 
You're trying to get home. You've got family around. You've got Christmas parties or holiday parties. Well, make it easy on yourself. You don't have to sit in traffic. You can take Brightline because it's back. It's better than ever. You've seen the yellow trains. They're back and ready to go. New restaurants with Brightline. Station upgrades. The new Brightline Plus service to get you to and from stations. Going car-free, carefree in South Florida. Imagine that. In South Florida, not needing a car. I mean, that's a good thing when you can take advantage of it. It's easier than ever to do this. Trains run daily between Miami, West Palm, and Fort Lauderdale, and for a limited time, your first ride is free. Not many things are free anymore. I mean, it's free for you to listen to me. I'm also cheap entertainment. Your first ride is free at Brightline. Head to GoBrightline.com. Download the free Brightline app. Redeem your free ride. The holidays are happening all this month at Brightline. Put on your PJs. Take a magical ride on the Polar Express to see Miami Central Station transformed into a winter wonderland. Miami Central Station. Uh, by the way, it's this, uh, a couple of blocks away from uh, from uh, the, uh, the Heat Arena. All Brightline guests can also enjoy seasonal surprises at the station, including an ice skating rink, holiday markets with unique gifts from local makers, and festive cocktails, treats at Brightline's new bar, Mary Mary as well. This is a train line, and they have all of those. Book your ride at GoBrightline.com today. Make your holiday season the brightest one yet. That's GoBrightline.com. Real quick, before we head to break, I don't think I've ever seen this before. And we talk about some poverty franchises. Uh, you know, And I think that the, the poverty franchise that always comes up is the Jaguars. Like they can't do anything right. They're inept. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. There's a literal poverty franchise right now. Like we're not just using that as a figure of speech. Like there, there is a, 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 a professional sports franchise that is in literal poverty. And I point you to Glendale, Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes appear to be running the risk of losing access to their arena. The city of Glendale informed the team it plans to lock the Coyotes out of Gila River Arena if the club doesn't pay its delinquent tax bills and unpaid arena charges by December 20th. They have 11 days to pay over $1.3 million or else they're going to get locked out of their arena. $250,000 in unpaid taxes and then additional fees as well. What happens if the Coyotes are evicted from their arena? Where do they go? It's not like they can go to some frozen pond a block and a half away. They're in Glendale, Arizona. So we can make jokes about poverty franchises all we want. Ah, the Jags, they suck. They're never going to be good again. Poverty franchise. Ah, the Jets, that's a poverty franchise. But here we are in 2021, and we have a literal poverty franchise. In one of the four major sports, the Arizona Coyotes are about to be evicted out of their arena. Their 20,000-seat arena. Like you'd be tossed out of your one-bedroom apartment if you couldn't hit rent in August. Amazing. That is inept stuff right there. Is there any other franchise in sports that matches the level of poverty that is that inept like the Coyotes are? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Unless I'm missing somebody, the Arizona Coyotes, could you imagine they show up for a game and there's just locks on the door? And... There's just a big closed sign on the front door of the arena. What do you do? What do they do? Do they have to forfeit games? Do they have to play road games the rest of the season? That won't help with their debt. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. A team being evicted from their home. A team. A team. A 
professional team evicted from their home. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we return, I promise you, this is the dumbest story you're ever going to hear. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.